Welcome to another episode of the Hey Mama podcast. Welcome to another season. This season is all about how we dot 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 and today's episode is all about how we create more love and connection in our family. Mm. It's um, such an important value of both of ours coming from, um, you know, disconnected family uh, upbringings and childhood. Both of us had parents that separated, so it was uh, a real bond for us when we first got together, as you would have heard in other episodes. So yeah, very um, important one that I feel we have really worked on and um, quite proud. I'm really quite proud of, of what we've done. Yeah, I remember having these values and wanting to talk about them, but when the kids were younger, mm. and I feel like we didn't have proof of concept until now, and they're, they're just absolutely crushing being little mm. kids. That's right. And I you look don't at their know, lives yeah. and, I, and I'm like, oh man, I wish I had their life. Yeah. <laughs> I remember your sister, when she was staying with us for a little bit, said, I want to be um, three again, but I want to be Logie three again. And yeah. I feel the, the exact same way. And it did, you're right, it doesn't come out straight away that, the, that there's proof that this is happening, but there's little wins in the moments. Yeah. And we knew. But then we knew um, we were on the right path. now when we look back from you know, when did we really start to hone in on this was during COVID, I would probably say. I think that gave us more momentum. More momentum and more more time. time. There's more time, there's more space. There was a particular book that I picked up um, that I was actually, this is the second book where we got this, um, these tips from that we'll talk about today. It was the actual, so I picked up the first book and I, I really liked it, but it was very heavy mm. uh, and, and thinking, how, how are you going to implement all of this stuff and how is it going to be sustainable and realistic? Yep. And then I picked up the second book um, of it and it was much more simplified uh, and much more into the really juicy, important details and, and you know, where you were able to choose from. So... We're going to share the title of the book with you at the end. So you have to stick around and listen to us chat for the next <laughs> half an hour to find out what book that is. But I remember you picking up a book in Fiji. We only had Miri at the time and it was called How to Be a Good Parent. And I remember looking at that title and thinking, what the hell is she picking that book up for? Um, she's already a good parent in my eyes. Yeah. So. Yeah, do you want to comment on, on that? Yeah, it's always been such a big forefront in my mind, such a big value of, okay, when I become a parent, and I, I do that in a, a lot of things in life, mm. like how can I be better, how can I improve, and uh, I, do, I don't shut off to that, that sort of growth, and I've always thought, um, yeah, how can I be a better parent? And when we were, and I love that uh, when we first got together, you did. You thought I was just such a an amazing, wonderful parent, and that means the world to me because it's the biggest compliment 
anyone could give me. Mm. And you you did think I was the fun one, I was the um, let things go and, and don't get hung up on on the small, don't sweat the small stuff. And I did really want to be that kind of parent and think where can, where do I need to parent and where do I sort of allow them to just be kids. And I mean, with just having one, one child, you can, you can do that a little bit easier than when you have two or when you, I can only imagine when you have multiple, you know, your, your patience, your time and all of that wears a bit thinner. And so, you know, picking up that how to be a good parent, reading some of the stuff in it and getting getting a little bit of knowledge from there and, uh, and a little bit of stuff from there. And then, you know, when the, when the second one comes along and yeah, your patients, you're tired, your patients wears a little bit thin, you do things that you you say you would never do mm. and um, you act a way that you you think you would never act or you thought you swore to yourself that you would never act so then you go back to the drawing board and and, and um, take a look at yourself and think okay how oh, I need to fix this there are some bad habits um, coming out in me um, there is some nagging there is my kids don't listen to me so I feel like I didn't have a connection and that is the one of my worst fears as well is when they grow up is are they going to disconnect from me um, because of their childhood or are we going to lose a relationship because they aren't you know really attached um, or resent anything so these are all big fears I could go on about so that's what holds me there as well and that's what holds me to the awareness Mm -hmm. that's what holds me to um, let's pick up this book or let's read this um, on Instagram or something and does it does it um, resonate with me yeah so I, I found that um, Miri especially but Lois is a little too, she was so fun she was such a funny little kid as well she had her own you know I am this is who I am um, and and I just thought how can how can I have the, what sort of tactics can I put in place where we have this love, this connection, this attachment, and that they actually value what I say and they want to listen to me where I don't have to resort to yelling, I don't have to resort to nagging, Mm. um, and that they generally just want to be able to do what is required when it's required, but then also allow them to still be kids. Yeah, it's a juggling act. and. Uh, before we dive into like all of the tactics that you, we've learned about and then we've also implemented, I wanted to dive into the one to two thing, like going from one child to mm. a second child. In that transition, you're going from, and I, and I talk about this a lot, is that you're going to, from the skills and the mindset and the tools of a parent with one child to going into now, uh, you know, the same tools, the same resources, the same knowledge, but having two children, it's such a big transition. You're adding, you know, another hundred percent more workload, more things to think about. Like this, this, is a, this is a lot. So you go from being, all right, I've got this shit, to holy shit, I don't have this shit, <laughs> and then you have this stress, and then out of stress, you react rather than act, and uh, that reaction where do you think that comes from like you know you've always said that you never wanted to act a certain way but then you start yourself seeing yourself act the way that you've never wanted to act i know i do that i see it coming from 
the way that I was parented mm. and I'm repeating old behaviors that I've picked up on and learned and then would you say that's true for you too? Oh, 100%. And um, it's it's only when you create that awareness and you go, oh, I'm hearing that yeah. come out of my mouth, which I, I promised myself I wouldn't. Yeah. Or, oh, this is happening. At, and, it, and it does take you back to your childhood for sure. Uh, so I picked up that book uh, during the two, 2020, I think. Mm. You know, don't quote me. Uh, but I had... Yeah, I had the time, I had the space, and I had to also, you know, we, we're homeschooling. Then yeah. we're also running a business, um, and also, you know, making sure we're maintaining our health and mm. all this kind of thing. Um, so it was important to pick up a book like that and see what kind of tactics that we could do because the title it, it had in, you know, how to get your kids to, um, what was it? Listen how, to, to listen without nagging, mm. yelling and... How'd you come across the book? I don't know. You don't remember? I don't remember. Oh, Do so, remember? yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember because you started, you found this person online. Yeah. And you started consuming her content and then you did a little mini course of hers and then that's when you... Learned that she had the book in you. You were just like, Are you sure? Yes, I was gonna do the, I was I'm gonna sure go on the course. Her. Nah, all right. Was well, it was at that time that you were interested, yeah. And by being interested, you came you across the book. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what were some of the things that the kids were doing at the time that were really, like, really ticking you off? I remember Logue's laying on the floor chucking a tantrum at 5 p.m. at night time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, like, I didn't even, that was actually before. It was before out. the book. It was, um, <laughs> the, you know, it was, she was like three when she was still doing this. And it was five, five, like if you didn't get dinner on the table at 5 p.m., this kid was, I was in the kitchen trying to, even with food prepping, you know, just trying to get the plates out and yeah. um, put everything on the on the table. And I would have this kid on the floor just howling or screaming. Um, and it was the worst time of the day yeah. that she did like that to me. Clock, like it clock. was alarm clock. It was like, you don't feed me now. But the thing is, she was a kid that didn't nap during the day. Like she couldn't just lay down and relax and have a little nap. So that's yeah. why she was, she was doing that. Um, Miri, I felt, uh, I, and especially coming from, she's a separate, she's a kid from a separated yeah. um, family. So it, it's, I'm more in tune with the connection thing as well. And I felt that she wasn't really listening to me or taking me seriously. Mm. And um, yeah, I felt that there could be some improvements there, even though we had a beautiful relationship in the way that when I would put her down to bed, we would lay there and we would talk about our day and what's our favorites. We've always had that. Yeah. The what's the favorite? What's your favorite part of the day? And we've had it for a long time. Mm. So uh, that's that's what I, all I can I can remember is that not taking me seriously. Like yeah. you know the meme on Facebook. If um, you hear me yelling of my house, I've already asked these kids three <laughs> times nicely. Yeah. It's now gotten to that boiling point. Yeah. And I didn't want to be that parent. I saw it. I didn't want to be like that. Yeah. So I picked up the book. Yep. Uh, the the first book, the first key moment, um, or the first thing that we implemented, and I talked to you about it as well, and I got you to read the book. 
Yep. So you did you did read the book once. I've read it about three times. Yeah. <laughs> I've also passed it on to friends of mine as well yep. that later on when they've been like, oh, your kids are so amazing or your kids are so calm and all this kind of thing. I'm like, you know, just have a little read of this book and pick up some cool tools. Mm. So the first thing uh, was the 10-minute time. Yeah, so you came out came from understanding what they needed mm. from us. Oh, definitely. So how often do we miss those needs? Yeah. Even as a baby, if I could go back to them well, being well, babies, yeah. missing their cues of their needs. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you think about needs, though, you think uh, roof over your head, mm. warm, food. Safety. Safety. Mm -hmm. You don't think about maybe this little person wants to be heard or mm, feel, feel like, like they belong yes. or feel like their opinion matters. Mm. So it's belonging and significance that really was the piece of the puzzle that goes into everything else that you think you need sense. to yeah. have there as a parent. Like Yeah, the belonging and significance to me really hit home. was mm. like, oh, I understand what they're reaching out for or what, or they're not doing this because they're wanting, they're not getting their needs, needs met. Like they're feeling as though they're just being told what to do all the time, bossed mm. around. Like they go to, and I, I feel this for kids. Like they go to school and they're told to, form a line, sit down, sit quietly, um, you know, they're always being, they go to hobbies and then they're told to be quiet, listen, learn, learn all the time. And so I, I really get that when my inner child, I can understand it, screams out like, oh, give me some sort of freedom. Yeah, and to so, make a choice. To make a choice. Yeah. And so when I started to see that, I really understood where I where we'd kind of been going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And the first thing we implemented was the ten minute time. The ten minute time to get that connection back uh, with allowing them to feel like they have a choice and they have yeah. a say in some part of their day. How hard is that to say? All right, let's go and do ten minutes, but shut your mouth and not say, "Oh, I don't want to do that," or yes. "Oh, we should do yes. this instead." Yeah, we have to actually say, let's make a list. You get to choose an activity of 10 minutes uh, where it's totally your choice and we get to do it, just us two. Yeah. And it is. So that's how it's, it's structured. So hard. That's how it's structured. And it says in there two times a day. So like guys, we started off with two times a day in COVID, mm. but as reality hits and structures of the day and workload and everything yeah, else that comes like with life, life, you have to then start to think about what's realistic. Yeah. And realistic, we do 10 minute time probably three times a week, three to four yep. times a week. We don't always get it in every day mm. consistently. We aren't perfect with it, mm. but man, it makes a difference. Yep. And these girls crave it. And especially little little lows. Like Miri doesn't vocalize it as much, but I know that she, we know she needs it more than she knows she needs it. Mm. And it's a, such a difference when we reconnect and we do 10 minutes. Um, the changes in the relationship and the changes in the vibe of the household. Well, I've seen Logie go from being so needy, wanting our attention, and then it being given to her for 10 minutes, and then like like a switch, mm. find something to do to occupy herself, and 
she's off and away for the or day. Or has, has the ability to go and do what is required. Yeah, or yeah, that's right. The 10 minute time is supposed to be a, a, a priority as well. So you're supposed to st um, stop what you're doing, give them 10 minutes mm. and, and then go back to the, the things that you need to do. And so that is the number one priority because then you know that you've given that love. Yep. You've given that attention, you've given that belonging and significance saying, hey, you are important to me. Mm. Um, and what you want to do is important as well to have your own little creation, to have your own little mind. Yeah. Um, oh, so huge. So it wasn't, it wasn't natural to begin with. Even they struggled with coming up with ideas on what to do, didn't they? Yes, uh, especially Miri, being the older one, we had to tell them to write up um, a list of things, which is a great idea anyway, yeah. of things that we can do in in 10 minutes yeah. rather than like a whole game of Monopoly or something, even though mm. that sort of still gets pulled out, <laughs> but we have to stop it at the 10 minutes. And the other thing too is it does give them boundaries and structure with 10 minutes. Mm. You know, you don't just say, oh, okay, I'm going to play with you, which is fabulous as well because when you're a mum and you've got so much stuff to do or a dad mm. and you're like, I can't sit here and play on the floor with you right now because I've got to hang the washing out or the yeah. dinner needs to be made or um, some, something else needs to be done. So at least with you in your mind, you've said, okay, I can give you that 10 minutes, my full attention with nothing else and no one else. Mm. And, um, and then also it gives them those boundaries too that, okay, I've got mum, I've got dad for 10 minutes. We're gonna you know, make the most of it. And then the, when the 10 minutes is up, you know, then they carry on to do something else. Yeah, you get ready for the rest of the day or whenever it is in or, your day. Yeah, you, it's in the afternoon. continue on with the jobs. But you know what I pull back actually when I say the 10 minute time? Mm. We do do the 10 minute time of the games like three to four times a week. Yeah. But every night we're in there spending 10 minutes, significant mm. time with them, like one-on-one -on -one attention or reading. Yeah. That is still a part of a... So we've got to have a fit fan blend. It's not all about this book. We've got things that we've brought into this as well that have really just made it work for us. Yes, and, and yeah, That's one exactly. thing is reading. Like yeah. You've always, always made that a priority. Always such a priority. And, the, um, you know, another thing to think about as well is even in the, in the, re in the car turn the radio off, turn mm. the music off or whatever it is you're listening to when you pick them up from school and it's complete, how was your day? What are three things um, that, are, that that I don't know about your day? And then that opens up the conversation mm. and that opens up connection time as well. Mm. In the bath, you know, you can sit there and you can talk to them or you can spend time with them, you can play with them. In the bath, that is just that, that sort of one-on-one -on -one you know undivided Logue's, attention. You know, you know what Logue said to me today? What? She goes, Daddy, as I put her up on the kitchen bench over there, I'm such a curious baby. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're talking about all the questions that we ask them throughout the day and, and how we have them in this habit of reading and we have them uh you know ha have them have, have the, with the ability to ask you know well, to tell us what they want to do for 10 minutes like it really shows that yes you are a curious baby mm. because you have <laughs> all of these little things that make you who you are because yeah. they're, they're intertwined in her life in a, in a day and, and you know, Miri, she doesn't sit up on a kitchen 
table and say, I'm such a curious baby, but she is. She she wants to know how things work. She wants to listen and she wants to learn and she wants to seek out new uh, new, new information. And question everything. She said that this morning. Yeah. She repeated, question question everything, mum. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I say, you know, there's no harm in questioning everything. So the belonging and the significance as well is, um, you know, an example of uh, when we went to the supermarket, I got it on video as well. And it's not just the one time on the video, it has happened quite a few times, but I let Logie, I just slowed down. Uh, this is a really, really key thing with mums because we're always in a rush, we're always onto the next thing and we've got mm. 10,000 tabs open in our minds and to slow down and I she wanted to do the checkout the self-service checkout so I allowed her to beep them put them over and even you know learning how to press the buttons and tap the card and all that kind of thing Um, and she's been helping with the groceries since she was a baby and it's something that you know with your first with the first child and 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 learning uh, Miri didn't get to experience that quite as much um, as me going I'm just going to slow down and take my time with this it was on to the next thing and keep her busy and make sure that she's enrolled in this class yeah 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 definitely heaps of examples like uh, I've got this picture in my head now of them on the trolley as we're going around the shopping centre and Logie's holding on with both hands and her feet are on the bottom of the trolley and she's doing a bridge and then Miri's got both these two lanky arms around Miri, <laughs> uh, Logie and they're like they're pushing each other around the shops and I, I remember back in the day it would have been like uh, frowned upon oh, probably having your kids still pushing <laughs> the, the trolley around and it probably still is but we do it anyway. Yeah, we do um, it anyway. I've got it. Belonging is yeah. significance. Cool. So, so let's talk about some other things to wrap this up. What are some other cornerstone habits that we have in our household that allows us to connect and really love hanging out with each other? Mm, so, uh, it was. It's the family meeting is amazing and mm. has been even when we first started it was such a kerfuffle mm. and it was such a like uh we all don't know what we're doing <laughs> yeah. and this is how it's supposed to be and then but we invented the talking stick mm. we had the talking stick and then people would tell like one person would tell the other person off because you're talking and you don't have the talking stick so the talking stick is if you hold the stick you can talk yeah if you don't have the stick yeah. then yeah, and they use it in schools and stuff yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, it was a great tool, but uh, it's, it's such a, a beautiful way for the family to come together. We do it on a Sunday um, evening or afternoonish, depending on what we're doing. Even last week on Mother's Day, we were driving back from Malulaba and we were, uh, called the family meeting in the car. In the car. <laughs> and it was fantastic. We've even gotten to a stage where the kids... Uh, will call the meeting and say yeah. we're having a family meeting yeah. uh, and they absolutely love it and thrive off it mm. and they get excited about it mm. miri told a friend once oh we have a family meeting on sunday oh is that where they just tell you mm. off or does that mean that you're in trouble and she had to explain the routine of the family meeting and yeah. um, how it's actually fun and it's positive yeah. and it sets us up for the week and then yeah. we finish off with a game so if you read this book there will be a part of the family meeting called grievances and that was probably one of the first things that we adapted we adapted the the grievances yeah into uh what did we do we we, we called it uh things that you can work on 
Yeah. And we've gotten to a point now when we don't even actually, don't even actually do we that. Don't even, I was going to say, like, the grievances are out. Mm. And, we tr- and you're right. We tried to change it and, and uh, like Switch spin it. it. Spin it a bit yeah, differently. Yeah. Spin it a bit differently because it was uh, just such um, negativity. A, a and we didn't, in the like, meeting yeah, on. Yeah. And uh, le- we didn't want it to turn into a lecture mm. and things like that. So we want we wanted the tools that we're already implementing in everyday life. Mm. That is you know, learning tools and all that, uh, you know, with the kids, they sh- they're doing pretty much what they need to be doing anyway, mm. but we don't need to say it in the meeting and start banging on because that's not how kids work and that's not how kids Definitely not listen. how Miri works. Definitely not how Miri works. <laughs> um, and little Logs will shame. She will yeah. shame. Yeah, you know, she has shame. that tendency to yep. shame. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to sit there and tell her off. So we actually don't even have grievances or yeah. troubles or whatever. So we- let's talk about the actual structure of the meeting. How do we start? Oh, so we start with we start with the compliments, yeah. and uh, we all love that, and we're getting better and better at it. I think it's such an important tool for people to and kids, especially, to know how to take a compliment, but also know how to give one and a constructive uh, compliment. So this has been such a growing. Uh, thing for us as a family we look forward to it now it used to be that the kids were like oh they'd get worried about it when it was their turn but now they're actually saying oh can I go first no one's worrying about going first whereas before it was really like okay I'm either gonna have to start or you're gonna have to start we talk about what's on for the week and we get our diaries in order um, and it, we've added the Google calendar yeah we? the Google calendar we've added the Google calendar we talk about it and it actually stops um, any anxiety yeah. in, in, in any of them especially kids we've got sensitive kids you it stops the anxiety of what is coming up yeah. and what to they know what's to what to expect um, about the week we also get the opportunity to uh, give meal suggestions mm. what would you like to eat this week yeah. uh, you know if somebody wants home like homemade pizza or something then we schedule it in for a friday night and that's yeah. really fun we we'll use um, our cookbook for that we use the cookbook we the open up cookbook. the cookbook there was a video and you put it on yeah. the story Miriam. the other day of Miri <laughs> looking through the cookbook to get more fresh ideas yeah uh, but then other times they'll just know what we have been having and that they like it, or they say, "Can we bring back tacos?" Mm. Uh, then we finish up with game time. A game. So yeah. we take turns each week that somebody gets to decide on a game. Yeah. So we'll play hide and seek, or we'll play thumbs up, thumbs down, or yeah. we'll play a variety of different games. Painting faces. Painting faces. <laughs> yep, we've done that. I <laughs> uh, want another thing like a statue, um, even some warped games that the girls are doing. <laughs> Keep you uppy or yeah, so, those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. that's that's another uh, great tool that we that has worked really well and makes the run the, the run of the household really smooth mm. and a, less, a lot less overwhelming. And then our beautiful time before we go to bed. Mm. Let's talk about that before we move on to this last little one. The, well, this is the, us. The when and then. Yeah. So the, this the is night a, time is yes really... has been our um, has been ours for a very long time, and we used to do it with Miri 
but now Logs is older as well. It's a whole family thing. Like I actually used to just do it with Miri. When I'd go yeah. in and put her to bed, I would say, yeah. what was your favorite thing about today? And um, yeah, and then when the girls moved in together in the same room and Logs was, you can talk and everything, we implemented it with everyone. But we used to say, what was your favorite thing about your day? We have now changed it to what three things are you grateful for yeah. about your days and then now you've just added <laughs> uh you've just added after the three grateful things what have you done for yourself mm. and i think it's it's beautiful the girls have adapted it like that they really yeah. like it and they got to think about what they did for themselves yeah and sometimes sometimes it's hard to actually mm. think about what you've done for yourself for the day all of this is great but as we know you have structure and plans, but they don't always go to plan. Uh, so when you're out in the battlefield of life and there is a uh, behavior that you don't necessarily want, what do you do if all the tools available just aren't working? Because that happens, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, of course it happens and of course there's nothing um, <laughs> is ever like perfect, <laughs> nor do we implement everything no. perfect either. It's just like a diet and exercise program. Mm. It, you can't be perfect all the time. And there's just um, a couple of sayings like, uh, you know, for example, Logs uh, fluffs around in the morning. Uh, we've got to try and see what actually works for her in the way that does she, she needs like a cuddle or she needs some sort of like connection, connection yeah. physical touch, physical touch in the it's morning. Totally her love language. Yeah, it is and to get her moving and to get her doing things. Yeah. Uh, but there's also tools in sayings, the way that you can say things like, when you have made your bed and gotten dressed, then you may do this. Or when you have eaten your breakfast, so it's the when, and then then you may, you know, go and play, go with... and fluff around, whatever yeah. she likes to do. I'm just calling her a fluffer right now. <laughs> she's such a little, a little fluffer, like practicing gymnastics yes. as an example. Yeah. Then you may go and practice or the gymnastics do a and do a cartwheel. Oh, there's a cartwheel stage, isn't there? When they just <laughs> yeah. do nothing but cartwheels. It's like you've got to really just capture their attention and say. When you do this, then you can. Then you can go and your do your cartwheels. <laughs> um, so that's just another tools, but I think we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah, yeah what's and it give away the book. So the book is called "The Me 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 Epidemic" and how to get your kids to listen uh, without yelling or nagging. And it's written by Amy McCready. We'll link it in the description of the video. It's been a very valuable book. Uh, it's it's basically formed a part of the very few handful of expert written books that we've really in, introduced into our lives and, and, and then also kept it, but also promoted it. Like everything we do comes through this house before it goes out the other side and, and we talk about it on something like a podcast. Um, or we teach it. We teach it in our coaching programs. Program. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we implement the learnings and the teachings in the fifth and cookbook like that kind of stuff really has to be tested before it goes out there and, and uh, the me 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 epidemic is definitely a, a big influencing uh, piece of material that we've we've used and it's so important we we've, we've probably nerded out on it because we are so 
into keeping ourselves healthy and well. By nerding out on this, we've created enough space in family life, mm. enough time in family life, and enough flow in family life for us to still be able to do things like work out, run a business, and, and, and X, Y, Z. Have available, Everything have the family else. on board. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, they are key ingredients and, to, for the whole family to be fit fam. And it's the biggest stumbling block for mums and dads who want to get into shape and not and not in shape yet, is that they just don't have these things flowing right throughout the mm. house yet. And with the coaching program, we help implement it step by step. It's mm. not just like, like when I read the, the book at first, I was like, whoa, how am I going to be able to implement all of this yeah. as well as everything that we do in life? Yeah. So it's a step by step. Um, yeah. process for sure so thanks for listening and we hope that you got some really great tips uh, an action task is try the 10 minute time with your kids so just one on one with one of your kids and especially if you have more than one or two you can do it on different days and they can have their special day and they will feel so um, they will feel like they belong and they will feel so significant and it yeah. empowers them and it uh, allows you to have a, a household that runs a lot smoother and a lot, uh, a lot less stressful and a lot more love and a lot more fun. Beautiful. Tell us how you go with it in the comments. And for the next episode, we're introducing a Q&A section. So if you have questions that you want answered on these podcasts, we're mm -hmm. going to start taking five or 10 minutes at the end of each episode to answer questions from listeners and viewers. So if you want your question to be featured in the next episode, comment wherever it makes sense to comment below and uh, we'll make sure we answer it for you. See ya. Bye. to another episode of Hey Mama. You can find all the relevant links, including socials, in the description section of this podcast. If you want to find out more information about how I can help you build your best body after babies, then visit my website, www.thefitmummethod.com for more info. Lastly, before you leave here today, if you've enjoyed listening, then please subscribe and share so you can help me to reach out to those mamas that also need to listen too.